And now, broadcasting live from downtown Chicago, here's your host, Jay Doherty. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Jay Doherty Podcast. This is episode number 58. Uh, it is recorded and broadcasted live on Thursday, January 3rd, 2019. And I'm very grateful to have everyone here listening and watching. I say watching because I'm actually broadcasting video uh, as a beta. And now, you know, I started doing this and um, I moved to a desk that's also in the studio. Uh, it's it's similar to a news desk and I had some acoustic foam behind it. It made for a very nice backdrop. But the problem is that I do not have my command central in front of me. I have five monitors at my normal desk and I brought my little tiny 13 or um, is it 13 or 11 inch Huawei computer over I think it's 11 I, I sorry I don't I should have had that up but I had my tiny little Huawei computer and I was like wait this is not the same I don't have the control that I normally do to produce a quality show in terms of the technical stuff, and I was, I got about halfway through the episode and said, you know what, I don't think this is worth people's time, so let me go and record a proper episode, which is what I'm doing right now, uh, but needless to say, it has been, uh, quite, uh, quite a long time, quite a long day so far, uh, putting all this video stuff together, I had, uh, tons of stuff, I was just working on wiring some things, and one of the most complicated things, actually, with video, and I'll talk about more of this in a second, uh, is getting the audio to come through, but that's not what we're here to talk about, we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, the main topic here, we're talking about the government shutdown, it's the government's left unfunded as it enters the 13th day of its uh, partial shutdown, uh, Nancy Pelosi just took control of the House, she's now re-elected to uh, claim the title of House Speaker, she is, so now the Democrats have control of the House, it's not a total, uh, of course, and that's official now, as they were elected, we covered it yesterday, and there's a new Congress, talk about that, episode 58 of the Jade Already Podcast, enjoy. Chicago, we're broadcasting right now. There's tons to talk about, uh, not only in production, but also in politics. Uh, well, a very historic day in Congress today, and I'm coming on the air, broadcasting live right now, to talk about that and more. There's a new Congress that is convening as we speak right now. It's the first day of the 116th Congress. There are a lot of uh, firsts that have happened, and of course, uh, there's a record number this year of females being sworn in to uh, Congress, which is very interesting. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about uh, Nancy Pelosi's acceptance speech when she was just re- when she now reclaims the uh, title of House Speaker, uh, and 
she also she also uh, kind of unexpectedly, at least from my view, uh, in her acceptance speech, talked about uh, Ronald Reagan, and she vowed to protect dreamers in her speech, and, uh, you know, of course, those are undocumented immigrants who were brought to the United States when they were, uh, you know, just very little with their parents, um, and she, she, um, actually, in her speech, she talked about what, um, Ronald Reagan, uh, said in her speech, and it's kind of a jab at Donald Trump in a way, but, uh, she called his speech a beautiful speech, And she said, uh, you know, and this is what I'm quoting what she said, but she began the quote with saying, he said, referring to Ronald Reagan, if we ever close the door to new Americans, our leadership role in the world will be lost. And uh, that was a quote from Ronald Reagan that she actually pulled out of the hat. Uh, in her speech, which was uh, very interesting, a jab at Donald Trump, but also a, you know, he, of course, Ronald Reagan historically is a Republican, and uh, that was his view on it. Uh, let's take a look at what she had to say. Uh, exactly. Courageous dreamers. All three, all three of that, all those legislative initiatives have bipartisan support in this body. And when we're talking about the dreamers, let us remember what President Reagan said in his last speech as President of the United States. I I, I urge you all to read it. It's a beautiful speech. He said, if we ever close the door to new Americans, our leadership role in the world will soon be lost. Ronald Reagan. There's that famous quote. Uh, She read that, and, you know, Ronald Reagan's a Republican. She tries to, of course, be as bipartisan as possible. Our common cause... You want to applaud for Ronald Reagan? (laughs) Our common cause is to find and forge a way forward for our country. Let us stand for the people to promote liberty and justice for all as we pledge every day. And always always keep our nation safe from threats old and new, from terrorism and cyber warfare overseas and here at home, to protect and defend. That is the oath we all take to serve in this body. And she continues and goes on uh, with her speech. That was at uh, 143, just about 30 minutes ago, when she made that speech on the House floor in front of the new 116th Congress. Very interesting speech. Um, very, uh, I mean, the only thing that I had in terms of uh, my opinion, what stood out to me was the uh, urge to be uh, very bipartisan in her, uh, you know, working with uh, Republicans and people on the other end of belief systems and things like that. Uh, and that was that's what really, uh, to be honest, stood out to me in, in that sense, uh, just the way that she really wanted to you know, incorporate bipartisanship, um, you know, which, I mean, I see a lot of times um, Republicans saying, you know, traditionally they say, you know, we'll work with you, but you have to agree with us. You know, we're not going to come to a solution. you got to agree with us. And, you know, I I think that's uh, just kind of a natural human instinct that's saying, you know, you know, you can, it'll be easier if you just agree with me because most of the time it is, but um, in politics, no one breaks their beliefs. So, uh, and, and and I think Republicans really have shared that, uh, especially within the Trump administration, and not only just with Trump, but also 
you know, Congress uh, as a whole in, in interviews and, and other uh, public representations of themselves. Um, she actually said to everyone, she said, congratulations, you are all now member, uh, you are now, sorry, you are now all members of the 116th Congress. They'll have, a, of course, the ceremonial swearing-ins uh, that'll take place this afternoon. And if you want to actually uh, see the video, we'll have it embedded uh, on on. Uh, the website, but she uh, took the oath of office when she um, had it, and it was actually very interesting. She had all of her grandchildren there, and um, there was also a bunch of other children that were there uh, to stand beside her. I'm not sure exactly who they were, uh, but she did take the oath of office with her grandchildren uh, right beside her, which was uh, kind of interesting. I don't know if, if they've, I mean, perhaps they've had things like that happen in the past, but uh, we'll have the video embedded on the website. California would please raise her right hand, which you're doing. Do you solemnly swear that you will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that you will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that you take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that you will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which you're about to enter, so help you God. I do. Congratulations, Madam Speaker. And she's now the Speaker, uh, of course, of the House. We will have that uh, embedded on the website uh, there, so you can uh, look at it, watch it, and see everything live. Uh, and, of course, she goes on to talk. And she goes in and thanks a bunch of people, of course, with a bunch of people next to her, her grandchildren and a couple other uh, little, uh, children, uh, that were standing right next to her, they were, they looked like they were, you know, five, seven years old, something like that, they were all standing, and, uh, very, very supportive, um, uh, of her, and, and I'm not sure, again, who, exactly who they are, um, actually, what's interesting, though, too, uh, and it's official now, and I believe this happened about an hour ago, as she was swear sworn in, right after, they took, down the Speaker of the House sign and put her name up right there. So when she came back, she walked into her office, it had the sign. It, it now says Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi uh, instead of Speaker of the House Paul Ryan, uh, of course. So very, very, very interesting there. They, I don't know if that's ever even been covered, but apparently there was a photographer right outside of the office to see if the, if the uh, sign would be taken down and, and replaced with the new, uh, you know, existing sign and everything like that, uh, you know, and I think that's actually very interesting, I, I feel like that would be something that I would want to see, you know, the, just behind the scenes of who would actually do that, and I thought that was interesting, they took the sign and put it back, the new sign, and they put it right back up uh, in, in her now office, the Speaker of the House. Can't forget about the other side, though. The Republicans, Mr. Representative Kevin McCarthy, he's the Republican minority leader now. They are not the majority. Um, and he actually spoke and talked uh, about uh, some things, and certainly uh, very interesting, um, and not as bipartisan, in my opinion, or uh, you know, putting efforts towards bipartisanship uh, as Mrs. Pelosi. But uh, I'll play just a little bit of uh, what he, the highlights of what he said. This is Representative Kevin McCarthy. He's the Republican House Minority Leader. As an experienced leader, with three decades of service in Congress, a fighter for her causes, and a true trailblazer. Even when we disagree with one another completely, it is important to remember that we are bounded together in a common cause, our love for America.
You know, that's actually, to be honest, that's a great, great, great phrase. And no, nothing you see is very similar to that in Republicanship, especially within friends, the current administration. Let us lead together to show the people that we are truly their voice and their vote. In that spirit, in the spirit of a more perfect union, and in the unshakable belief that America was, is, and always will be the greatest nation on the face of the earth. And that's Nancy Pelosi that you hear prominently clapping there on the left of him. And I actually think that was a great refresher. I think Kevin McCarthy did a great job uh, in, in expressing his views. He did, he didn't outline any specific policies, to my knowledge, that uh, just like Miss Pelosi did. But again, she was brand new. She was, uh, you know, talking about what she, uh, you know, her her role as now the Speaker of the House, and and you know what she wants to do. Um, and to be honest, you know, something I picked up on, you can just even tell by listening to his demeanor. But you you can watch it too. We'll have the video on the website j hyphendoherty dot com. Um, Mr. McCarthy kind of conducts himself as if he is the president of the United States, or if, as if he wants to be. I feel like it would be, you know, something not, and, and this is just a prediction, I think it could certainly be possible that Mr. McCarthy will run for president someday. I'm actually going to put this in the books, because I do feel like he wants to be the president of the United States. I feel like everyone in Congress does, but he se certainly seems to be someone who, you know, would really pursue being the president of the United States, and he's certainly in the right place, um, and he did a great job outlining the bipartisanship uh, that is, you know, in his beliefs. So, uh, you know, that's just my prediction, and uh, we'll see what happens. But that's pretty much the event. It was uh, it went very well on both sides, I think. And, um, you know, of course, the ceremonial handing of the gavel, um, you know, it was, was taken place before, uh, you know, she was introduced, which was very, very nice. Uh, and it was, it was great. And um, that, that, that happened today, a very historic day, the 116th Congress was successfully sworn in uh, today, so certainly a day to remember, and something that we will continue to monitor just to see uh, the new people in Congress and the uh, historic uh, amount of women that have actually been uh, uh, sworn into Congress. Uh, that's something that is not, uh, you know, not conventional. It's actually a record number of females that have been sworn in uh, to the. Uh, Congress, and uh, we'll, we'll see if that, you know, stride continues uh, within the next coming years, next coming terms, and things like that. Very interesting to see. Um, but let's, let's talk about this government shutdown. So it has been, as I am broadcasting live and recording this, the government has been shut down for 12 days, 15 hours, and 45 minutes. Um, it's the 13th day of the shutdown, and uh, negotiations about reopening, uh, you know, about a quarter of the federal government have been just not existent for about two weeks now, of course, um, well, a little bit under two weeks, but nearly two weeks, and um, Democrats, of course, are taking control of the House and, or, uh, yeah, as, as the new Congress exists, and the House Democratic leaders are um, supposed to vote, actually, on the proposals to reopen the government um, today. Uh, so, very, very interesting there. Uh, Mitch McConnell, of course, is the Senate Majority Leader, uh, has signaled a non-starter, is what some uh, sources are referring to it, uh, particularly for Republicans. And I saw this, and this didn't really get as much coverage as I thought it would, 
Um, and it's on Twitter. I don't have, I have Twitter here, but it's not pulled up directly in front of me. Let me take a look here. Um, Donald Trump actually tweeted out something earlier today, uh, and you can follow uh, me on Twitter at JDDJR777 if you want to get the latest news and talk about, uh, and see when the latest episodes actually come out. Let's take a look at, uh, one of Trump's tweets. He talked about, um, what can happen, uh, or what, what is not happening, um, Let's see here, because um, the, uh, oh, geez, sorry, I, I feel like I'm stuttering. Uh, no, Trump talks about uh, exactly what um, he he believes about the government shutdown, and and he talked about uh, exactly what it is. Dang, I should have had this pulled up. I'll have it embedded on the website here, uh, j-doherty.com. Let me take a look at this. Um, <laughs> oh, we talked about Sebastian Gorka. That's interesting. Uh, well, let's see here. Sorry, I, I don't want to have empty airwaves coming across here. Um, <laughs> he said, unfortunately, uh, I maybe deleted it. Um, it was definitely, uh, today. Maybe deleted it. I don't know. Maybe edited it. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, I didn't want to end because we're broadcasting, but he said, unfortunately, the government, uh, you know, there's, or he said, he's very broad and something that didn't get enough attention. He said, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, without the wall, there is no border security. Has the man himself give, oh, you know what? I retweeted this. What the heck am I doing scrambling to find this? I retweeted this. Let me, let me take a look here. Um, because there, it's really interesting, actually. Uh, what, what happened, and, um, let's take a look at this here, um, because I retweeted it, maybe he did delete it, because, I don't know, uh, he, he did, uh, talk about what it is, and, uh, what, uh, oh, he said, uh, sadly, there can be no, no real border security without the wall, and he had real in all caps, that's exactly what the tweet said, very interesting tweet there, he, he doesn't even say that he's pushing for it, and I actually retweeted this last night, so it did come out yesterday, saying, has the man given up, is this a official, you know, I'm, I've given up on, on the border wall and, and on border security, has that happened, well, we don't know, we really don't know, um, and, you know, I mean, of course, the government is still shut down, it's been shut down for 12 days, 15 hours, and 48 minutes, and 42 seconds as I'm recording this, um, but, you know, very, very interesting there, uh, and kind of a very ambiguous statement, uh, from the president there, he's kind of, as my friend Ryan Clark said on episode, uh, uh 23 of the JDRC Politics Podcast, he transgresses so social norms, and, uh, you know, so I think that's just a fine example of that, not a huge example, but certainly a, a, a accurate example of what he has done and will continue to do. Um, by the way, statistically, this is the longest shutdown in, or the, the, the fourth longest shutdown in United States history, um, and there's not really an end for this in sight, there's no, uh, agreements that are supposed to happen, uh, you know, the, um, you know, Mitch McConnell said that they're not even going to begin to negotiate, but the, the, uh, Democrats really think that they should negotiate about reopening the government, because, 
you know, people have gone without paychecks over the federal holiday, and Trump's, of course, blaming it on the Democrats, the Democrats are blaming it on the Republicans, uh, which is certainly something that always happens in Washington, but in this case, I do believe that it is the Republicans' fault, because they proposed the idea, and the Democrats disagreed with it, so they started the problem, well, they started the problem, and the Democrats finished it, and I think whoever started the problem, it's their fault, so, I mean, I would say the exact same thing if the Democrats proposed something and the Republicans disagreed with it. It's Democrats' fault. Um, but, you know, I think there should be a compromise or at least postponing the issue or something, you know, some something like that. And it's really, it's it's not great because, you know, the, the, the government is shut down. There's actually a hashtag going around on Twitter called the hashtag shutdown stories about what the impact is on people who actually is, um, you know, who, who are working, who are not be, not able to work, federal government employees that have gone without paycheck and, you know, things like that. Trump actually tweeted out, uh, rejecting that it's about, you know, the border wall, which of course it is about border security. He said, quote, on a tweet uh, that happened at 8.44 a.m. today, uh, January 3rd, 2019, he said, the shutdown is only because of the 2020 presidential election. The Democrats know they can't win based on all of the achievements of Trump, so they're going to going all, they are going all out on the desperately needed wall and border security and presidential harassment. For them, strictly politics. So he's not even blaming it on himself or other members of his party. I think he should, you know, he doesn't have to talk about himself. He never blames himself, ever. But if he's going to blame anyone, why doesn't he blame Republicans in the in the Senate? You ever think of that, Donnie? That's just my uh, little rant about it. Um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, White House officials that have publicly come out publicly came out and said, you know, this has been going on for a while, you know, they recognize it, uh, and everything like that. You know, Trump, of course, blaming the Democrats in that earlier tweet, uh, just yesterday at 6.07 p.m., he said, I remain ready and willing to work with Democrats to pass a bill that secures our border, supports the agents and officers on the ground, and keeps America safe. Let's get it done. Then, just over, uh, or just, uh, just, uh, over 12 hours later, Mr. Trump tweets out what I just read to you. The shutdown is only because of, of the 2020 presidential election, and the Democrats know they can't win. <laughs> so he just said, you know, 14 hours ago that he's going to work with the Democrats and do everything he can to, to to work with them and go, you know, go deeper in their relationship and continue to uh, solve problems with that are impacting the government. And then he said, now that it's their fault, they're not winning, and it's and, and it just, I don't know. I, he, he seems to, of course, transgress social norms uh, and everything like that, and continuously contradicts himself and everything like that. So it's kind of hard to tell. There's not really a, a, a um, you know, things that can... He's unpredictable. That's basically what the man is. He, he Mr. Trump, is completely unpredictable. And really, the question that you have to ask yourself is, do we want someone in the United States presidential office that is unpredictable? Is that a good quality or a bad quality? And that's really the question. It's not so much political uh, nowadays. It's really just the question of, do you want someone who is legitimately unpredictable in the office of the president of the United States? That's that's the question you got to answer yourself. Uh, it's the Jay Doherty Podcast. Thursday, January 3rd, 2018. If you want to get 
latest updates about the new episodes and content that's being released, go to jhevendorty.com slash newsletter. That's the place to go and sign up for the newsletter. 100% free. We send out periodic updates. You can unsubscribe at any time if it's getting too annoying for you. Although we don't send out that many, or I don't send out that many emails anymore. So, um, yeah, shouldn't be too uh, internet harassment for you. But uh, there's different levels of notifications if you want to receive a lot or a little. Got to just let me know at the website, j-doherty.com slash newsletter. If you want to follow me on Twitter, the uh, tag is at jddjr777. That's all you got to do is go over there to twitter.com slash jddjr777. And, you know, I don't know if anyone knows this, actually, and now my music bed is, uh, you know, coming out here, but we can get that restarted just like that. Um... You can actually listen to this podcast. I don't know where you're listening to this to right now. Probably on iTunes or the website. Those are the two most popular places to listen to it. But we are broadcasting everywhere. We've a- I've actually been able to, thankfully, grow this podcast uh, to a large extent where I can actually broadcast and syndicate this podcast internationally. So I'm now broad. Uh, I-, I actually uh, am available to listen to on Overcast Radio, Stitcher Radio, uh, not Pocket Cast yet. We're working on that. But Google Play, that's that's brand new. iTunes, the website, so many other content partners uh, like Podcatcher and others. That is all where I'm being syndicated there and so many other places internationally. That's where the J. Doherty podcast is going. It's going internationally. We're closing this episode up at uh, 2.55 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's Thursday, January 3rd, 2018. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the J. Doherty Podcast. See you next week.